Welcome to the Business Exchange Podcast, where we equip buyers and sellers of businesses to maximize income, minimize heartache, and change the trajectory of their financial future. Now here are your hosts, Mike Hall and Steve Wright. Well, it's good to be with you all for this, our second installment of the Business Exchange Podcast. My name is Mike Hall, and I'm here with Steve Wright. If this is your first time listening, this podcast is a podcast about buying and selling businesses. We are business brokers who help people just like you to either buy or sell a business. We want to make this podcast your trusted and authoritative resource on the topic, and we count on listeners just like you to let us know that you're out there and that you benefit from the topics we cover. We also hope that if you have a good idea for a topic that you will submit it to us using the contact info that I will share towards the end of the episode. Today's episode is entitled Making a Graceful Exit. This episode will help you understand the steps necessary to sell a business, whether you are a business owner who's contemplated selling or you're an aspiring entrepreneur who is thinking of buying. This topic should provide you with information to help you make better informed decisions. Hey, Mike, glad to be with you today. I actually just came inside. I was out in my backyard with my uh, raised garden and uh, looking at my strawberries, my cucumbers, my okra, tomatoes, and uh, it's looking good out there, man. Man, you're making me hungry. So you must have been busy during (laughs) COVID-19. Well, I had to do something with my extra time. I hear you. Well, I actually, my wife and I did a little uh, backyard garden as well so we've got some carrots and bell peppers coming up you want to do it you want to do a trade at some point yeah we're probably going to do a little bargaining here this is a business <laughs> podcast after all we'll barter there you go so um steve what the decision to sell a business that's kind of what we're talking about today the steps to selling a business the decision to sell a business is is really a big decision why don't you give us some of the factors that are in play um, for business owners who are contemplate selling? Yeah, so if you think about it, Mike, just in a very healthy context, many of the business owners that we meet with have somewhere between 80 and 90% of their personal wealth tied up in one asset. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's a big, that's one big pile of money in one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the company or the business that they own. And so if you think about that for a moment, you'll quickly realize that decision you know, to sell a business is perhaps the largest decision that most people will make in their entire lifetime. Hmm. Okay. So uh, there are many reasons that business owners decide to sell their business. You know, you can think about uh, burnout, health, uh, family issues. Uh, Maybe they want to just cash out uh, and that cash out is going to fund their retirement. Um, you know, what is, let's talk about the role of motivation, Steve, what does the role of motivation, uh, how does that play into the sale of a business? Yeah. So typically when we get a call from a business owner, um, you know, obviously we like to find out about the, the numbers. So we collect their financials, Mm -hmm. tax returns, profit losses, things like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we get a history of the business, but uh, you know, a third important 
thing that we really try to find out from the business owner when we meet them is their motivation to sell. So the motivation to sell really plays a huge role in the sale of the business. And so typically during a business valuation, the seller, you know, will give the seller a range uh, of what we feel like their business would sell for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, depending on their motivation, we help them set the price of, you know, that they want to go to market on. And, you know, I always use the crystal ball analogy, you know, uh, you, nobody has a crystal ball and you, you don't know exactly um, what a business will sell for. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, um, you know, if the business owner uh, wants to try to sell, maybe they're more motivated and maybe it's a health issue and they need to sell their business uh, quicker then, you know, they may want to go and list their, they may want to go to market by listing their business at a lower amount. Mm-hmm. You know, if the goal is to cash out, you know, and fund their retirement, you know, and they've got plenty of time, maybe their business is really strong, really healthy, they may want to set a higher price and, um, you know, see if a buyer comes along at that, at that price. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike, I, I was thinking recently, just a classic example of this, uh, you'll remember, you know, one of the uh, Main Street businesses that we sold, you know, a couple of months ago, when Tina and I first sat down with this business owner and came back with a valuation, um, you know, the, the business owner was a little bit shocked. He did not know that his business was worth as much as it was worth. Hmm. And then when we got ready to uh, talk to him about where, you know, he wanted to go to market, he actually shocked us because he came back with a price for uh, going to market that was 30% less than what we had valued the business for. Wow. And what did that do to the time frame for selling the business? Yeah, so the, the, it's funny because this particular um business owner he he's a harley guy right and um he had a plan that by april so we met him the first of january and on april the um you know the first the beginning of april he had a he had already planned a year-long uh, harley trip across the country mm. so uh we were able to close uh, on his business by the end of february wow so, yeah being that aggressive helped us, you know, really turn the business around and get it sold for them quick. Okay. So in any, you know, transaction, there always has to be two parties, right? The old saying is it takes two to tango. Correct. So from your perspective, what, what motivations are we looking at or talk about the motivations of the buyer side of the deal? Yeah. So if you're selling a business, you need to know, um, you know, what, what is it that's going to make the, the business actual sale. So what's going to help you get the deal across the, the goal line or close the business? And so we always talk about the three big questions that buyers must answer before they buy a business. Mm-hmm. And so those questions are, number one, and they, these are questions that when we're showing a business that we actually talk to the buyer about as they're finding out about this business, and it's this. Number one, do you see yourself coming to work in this place on a daily basis for the foreseeable future? Mm-hmm. Okay, that was pretty big. Number two, what contributions or improvements do you see yourself making for this business? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and then number specific. Three, yeah, exactly. And then number three, does this business deal make financial sense to you? So if you think about 
you know, a business uh, buyer who is, you know, entertaining and you're, you know, if you're selling your business, this is, this is the, in a uh, owner operator type business, this is what you're looking for. You're looking for somebody that's going to take great pride and be excited about coming to this specific place uh, to work for the foreseeable, foreseeable future. You're wanting to find someone that sees themselves coming in, uh, making contributions, you know, making improvements to the business, whether that's marketing, uh, systems, putting systems in place, whatever. But they have to see themselves coming in and contributing. And then thirdly, uh, you know, does this business, as you look at all of the financials uh, that, are, that are involved, does this, does this business still make financial sense to you? If you find a buyer that says yes to those three questions, it's a pretty good chance you're going to sell your business. Mm, mm -hmm. If the business buyer cannot answer in the affirmative to those three questions, it's going to be very difficult to get that deal across the finish line. Mm, mm, that's good wisdom. So, all right. So now that we have a, a good grasp of all of that information, let's talk for just a minute about the actual steps. And I'm just going to breeze over them. We're, this is a, 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 you know, this is intended to be an overview and we've got more detailed information we can share with you. I'm going to give you some information about that in the podcast, but Steve, let me go over just briefly the steps that we go through to sell a business. Okay. So, and I'll just label them step one, step two, step three, so on and so forth. Okay. Step one, we always start with a business valuation, right? You can't go to market with a business that you don't have an accurate knowledge of its approximate market value. All right. Now, granted, there's a certain art to this. We do apply some, you know, uh, trusted time, trusted principles for how we value a business. But a lot of this is going to come down to market um, conditions when the business goes for sale and, um, you know, the, the expertise and the knowledge of the person doing the valuation. But anyway, start with the business valuation. That's step one. Uh, step two, you need to, a business owner has to put together a professional team. So there's always more uh, than uh, one person involved in a, a business transaction. And so you've got to have attorneys, accountants, you got to involve uh, business brokers, all of these are going to be your allies that will help you get that business uh, deal done. We'll get it across the finish line. Um, it is foolhardy to think that you can shortcut uh, by leaving one of these key players out. Um, I mean, we've seen people try to do it, Steve, right? And then they end up, um, it just becomes a big mess. You need to have a good attorney. You need to have a good accountant and you need to have um, a good business broker who can uh, provide you with relevant and useful information. Okay. Um, step number three, you got to, you need to know the process. Okay. So educate yourself on what is going to be happening. And a big part of that is your business broker. They should be a trusted resource for you to be able to kind of uh, educate you and help you to know exactly what you need to know from start to finish what it's going to take to close on that business. Um, another step, step four, is understanding confidentiality in the marketing, right? And we talk about this a lot. You can't go just put a for sale sign on a business. Um, it's not the same as a house where 
you want everybody and their cousin to know you've got it listed for sale right. with a business. You, you have to do it very, uh, comp, you have to do it very uh, strategically, right? You have to have a professional working on your behalf to market that business in such a way that they contact prospective buyers, but don't let that information out to the general public or your competitors, which could affect the bottom line of the business and, and mean that you might get a lower price when you finally do get to the closing table. And then um, step five, you've got to go through due diligence. You need to understand what due diligence is and, and, and what's going to have to occur there. And there's a lot that goes into that. In fact, um, you know, in the business, we say a deal, if a deal doesn't fall through at least two or three times uh, in the process of getting it closed, then you're probably not, uh, you know, it, it's probably a very unusual situation. It just happens. There's always pitfalls and obstacles that you run into that you have to overcome. But that's that process of the buyer going through, doing their homework, making sure that they, you know, know everything they need to know about this business before they sign on the dotted line and become the buyer. Okay. And then uh, the last step, step six, preparing for the transition or exit. That is taking care of all the logistical details of, of, of handing everything over in that business to the new owner, closing out accounts, helping them to open up new accounts, uh, taking care of leases. That's a big part of what we do and sometimes a big obstacle to getting businesses closed. All of those are the steps that, you know, you've got to go through the, the uh, things that you have to consider in uh, the process of selling a business. So, Steve, are there any of these steps that I've mentioned that would you that you would say are more important to you than any of the others? Yeah. So answering that question, it's kind of like saying if you could uh, crash be on an airplane and crash, would you rather crash on the takeoff, the flight or the landing? And the answer <laughs> is <laughs> none of the above. None of the above. And so right. they're all, they're all really important. But for me, uh, step one is for business owners is the most important because, you know, until you know the true worth of your um, business, it makes it difficult to sell. And Mike, I don't know, you know, you're, I don't know if you're a big amusement park or if you go to the shopping mall much with Patty but one of the things, if you're in an amusement park or in a shopping mall, you know, they've got the big, huge signs where you walk up and it, the big sign says you are here. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what knowing the business valuation does. So mm -hmm. before the business owner has to make, you know, a plethora of other major decisions, knowing where he is on the valuation uh, begins to allow him to make the other decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I couldn't agree more. Many times the first things business owners ask me, um, in addition to some of the things that we've already discussed, Steve, is uh, how long does it take to sell my business? You know, we always get that question, right? Right. Um, and a lot of times we say, you know, eight months is the norm, right? We kind of use that as a, as a rule of thumb. We don't want to... Um, uh, over promise and under deliver. That's a big thing with me. And you've heard me say that a thousand times. Right. I'd much rather under promise and over deliver than uh, over promise and under deliver. So we kind of give them a, a rule of thumb. Eight months is the norm. But you have to remember that one important factor that influences um, 
you know, this stat, and that's the number of businesses that will go to market well above market value. And these, these numbers, these inflated numbers tend to throw the averages off. And so it makes it very difficult for us to have, you know, any degree of certainty when we're trying to gauge how long it's going to take to sell a business. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, Tina was telling me the other day, I think our average is five months, you know, here in Raleigh for our office. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we do a little bit better job than the national average just because we really work hard with business owners to give them an accurate and, you know, a, a business valuation that they can trust. Mm-hmm. And so anytime you can go to market, you know, closer to the true valuation, the better off and the quicker, you know, your business is going to sell. One of the things I think that it's important for us really in any major decision that we're making in, in our life is to not overcomplicate the process. Mm. And so all of us have shared experiences that help guide our thoughts and strategies. And so, you know, one of, one of these um, for most people is most people have sold a, a house before. And so, you know, when you're, getting ready to sell uh, your house, you want to put it on the market at the high end if you can. If you're, if you're not, you know, in a major rush, you know, let, let's price it at the high end. And if we need to, we can lower the price later. But, you know, if in three weeks or six weeks or six months, we haven't had an offer, no one is coming to look at our house, guess what we do? Mm-hmm. Right. We, we lower that, the price. That price is going down. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So so at the end of the day, you know, quite honestly, the market is what shapes and determines uh, our final sell, sales price. Right. And that's uh, that's something that's very important to keep in mind. Sales price is always a very emotional discussion. And, um, you know, we're professionals. It's our job to work hard to get you as much as you can. But ultimately, we're not the final arbiters of what that business is going to sell for. The market is the final arbiter, and it is very dispassionate, right, Steve? It is. That's true. <laughs> um, okay, folks, that just about wraps it up for today. As I stated at the beginning of the podcast, um, if you would like to see a summary of the steps to selling a business, be sure to w- visit our website at www.com tworld.com slash locations slash Raleigh. And um, if you look at the top of the page, there's a tab labeled sell a business and you can uh, click on the drop down menu and it'll take you to a page where it gives you much, much more detail than uh, we've been able to go into today. You'll find that as a valuable resource. Um, And remember that we love working with business owners of all kinds, whether your business is a mom and pop or a multi-million dollar enterprise, we have the expertise and network to help you make a graceful exit. So feel free to give us a call. Uh, The number you can reach us at is 919-424-1927. You can always visit our website, uh, www.tworld.com slash Raleigh. Or you can email us at mhall, M-H-A-L-L, at tworld.com. And again, that number to call if you want to give us a call is 919-424-1927. Well, we thank you again for listening. Uh, Be sure to be on the lookout for our next podcast where we discuss how we do business valuations. 
Until then, I'm Mike Hall signing off for Steve Wright and the rest of the Business Exchange podcast team, wishing you the courage to change the trajectory of your financial future.